You're listening to El Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lalit Arvani. Hey everyone, welcome to Yoshi Didn't. We're all here. Me, Yoshi, Obayashi. <laughs> Say hi, Yoshi. Hey, Lily. And um, <laughs> our special guest, Ari, Ari Shafir. Hi. Hi. Ari, th- it, thanks for doing this show. Yeah, um, no problem. It's great being here. We're very excited to have you. This place looks really empty. Yeah. That's just Yoshi's soul. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> just flowing out to the rest Very of the Yeah. <laughs> so what's the last time you had a girlfriend, Yoshi? Girlfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. Probably four or five years for a little bit. Oh wow. That's more recent than I would have thought. It's it's not something I want to talk about because she, I think she'll be embarrassed. She's she one of the embarrassed to have gone out with you? It's one of the comedian kind of. Who? I'm not gonna I don't want to talk about I don't I don't want to talk about me. It's all all No, we're you. not talking about you, we're talking about this girl. Yeah. Who, Every, wait, who yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway. You talked about it on DVD ASA a little bit. Yeah. I didn't say the name or stuff. No, I know, but... Um, she yeah. said her name. She's a comedian. Is she still a comic? No, Yoshi made her cry. Or was she just in it for a little bit? Let me see. Who was it? What's her name? Anyway, let's... <laughs> well, tell me off mic or something so I can know, I, so I can react. Maybe I'll tell you later. No, All not right. later. Off mic. Later, later. Then we'll just put the mic... No, I don't... It's okay. God, Jesus, are you, are you related to David Cho trying to take off the show? <laughs> Who's the chick? Every time I run I'll into Ari, especially at the comedy store, for some reason, it always goes into relationships. Every yeah. conversation we talk, oh, yeah. and he just busted it out again. Like, yeah, when last time you had a girlfriend? When's the last time you had a boyfriend? Eight years ago. Wow, yeah, that nice. Sad. Yeah. How old are you now? 27, 29. I like 27, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big difference. I love when girls do that. <laughs> they're like, what, are you 44? I'm like, I'm 46. Thank you. And you're like, it's still gross. Either way. Hey, I still get my period, so. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that sucks. Ari, do, do you remember how, how when we met? Yeah, you had videos. Was, was, it, was that in Comedy Store? No, I think it was outside, um, I think it was outside um, uh, Cantor's. Uh, I might have been with Caparulo. And, um, Somebody said, "Hey, there's Yoshi. There's either that or the M bar. Those are two early times." And you were like, "Oh, hey, yeah, come here. I'll get you uh, DVDs." Okay, that's how I started. Yeah, I thought there were CDs though. I didn't realize somebody. I never had a DVD before. Right. So a porn. Tra- yeah. So I tried to play it with my CD player. Funny you say CD because I Ari was nice enough to give me a CD today. And uh, can Ooh, you read that? Ari Shafir, Revenge for the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. That, that's your new comedy special or old comedy special that's the, that's the, old, that's the CD from yeah. last year that's awesome then I have a special from this year called Passive Aggressive everyone go get it Irish that's on chill.com yeah very good five dollars I follow you on Twitter I know what's five up five dollars yeah yep. I may have mentioned it once or twice yeah <laughs> and, <then. laughs> and I'm gonna buy it too <laughs> I, mean, I promise as like soon as we get advertisers it. on this show oh yeah <laughs> you guys will get some soon you can definitely get the, the what's it called right away the affiliate programs Oh, the Get Amazon, Amazon. Gamefly and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta do that. Everyone is getting it. Just that's like that's the base level money, just to pay for stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, when she gets raped, walking around this terrible neighborhood. 
<laughs> she needs to pay like for a point the ghetto at Beverly Hills. Yeah, <laughs> she gets three counseling sessions for free mm-hmm. based on those with advertisers. Myself. Yeah, <laughs> talk it out, talk it out. We're gonna leave. Hey, um, Ari. So I I tried to read up on your background. Yeah, and um, a lot of it's I, I was very surprised you didn't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, I had one. They took it down. Oh, you're like Red Band. Same thing. Do they say you're not important enough or say, something? Uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Wow. Yeah, but they had some of the things I've done on there. Mm-hmm. The Amazing Racist was on there. Which is fucking funny. What character, thank you. Yeah. And then... um, I wonder sometimes if they have a agenda. Maybe they don't like you. And oh, it could be. Yeah. Also, it's just like these people do... I don't know how it works. I really don't... It doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. if you Google me, I guess that won't come up, but there's another way to find out. Are people just going to go to Wikipedia or just forget it? Yeah. Maybe. Well, it's funny because it's self-regulated, so it just seems like that kind of stuff that they're saying to you would be arbitrary that, oh, you're not relevant enough. Like, excuse me, but there's people who do find you relevant. Yeah, it's like if the people click on it, right? Wouldn't that be relevant? Yeah. Well, Duncan used to, ju- is every week he would add a fake thing to my Wikipedia page when you could do that more often. Yeah. They're like, Ari does not have a lot of money, but he <laughs> is aware of where a, a, a chest of gold is buried. <laughs> Who <laughs> just add things like that? <laughs> I'll definitely talk to my roommate Joy Kurtzman because he's one of um, six to seven hundred Wikipedia administrator. And, that doesn't uh, sound like enough of a, enough pull. I know six to seven hundred is bigger than what we have in terms of pull in the world. I mean, yeah. you know, he you have to be voted in, and because Joy is Jewish, first he time gets voted in. Like you. No, 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 no. Yeah. He didn't. First time around, a group of Palestinians didn't know so he can get in, and. Uh-huh. Um, I think month or two months later, they tried to bring him back because his his background is medical uh, history and medical anything related to medical. So, if you're like some sort of uh, genius on something or an expert, then you can be a Wikipedia moderator for free. Uh, administrator, but some somebody within the administrator's group have to vote you um, recommend you. Uh-huh. Then everybody have to vote and see uh, whether you allowed to get in. Wow, it's like a but the group of Palestinian groups said no because simply because he was Jewish. I yeah. didn't know Palestinians had sway at, at Wikipedia. Well, there's some administrators who are Palestinians, you know. Like but a lot of animals, they get moody sometimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing race. It sounds like it almost, it, it almost sounds like what you were saying is Palestinians are like animals. Is that what you... <laughs> I know, I'm just saying it's similar. <laughs> Still looking for land. You can do the math yourself, but yeah. <laughs> Or they just—they don't slaughtered. behave like they're being whites. slaughtered. Something like that. Aww. Who's slaughtering them? Your people. No. Yeah. We're helping. Mm-hmm. Mostly themselves. <laughs> um, um, can these y- Jordanians. So, a little Jordanians bit. Let's. I really because I'm not even clear. I want to know more about you. So, so you're from Maryland. I'm from Maryland. We met when you were giving out DVD when you right. saw the Evil Angel. Yeah. Um. By the way, thanks for letting me. Um, do your podcast, yeah, which is named Skeptic Tank, Ari Shapiro Skeptic Tank. I think I w- I really wasn't sure when I did that particular episode because I you know you you let me talk about my firing and all that uh-huh. illegal yeah. illegal shit that evil angels were doing and kids um, walking around there. The yeah, while well, I'm editing porn and stuff, and um, of course, as an editor, when I have a hard on, that's what I want to see: kids walking around behind <laughs> background. Yeah. Um, but so you know, like, hmm, maybe this scene could use a child. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you so well in my real life. It's, it's very, it's very strange because sometimes these pornographers will be filming stuff outside in public er- area, yeah. so you see kids in the background, right? Yeah. So I have to go back and blur those kids blur out. The kid. Yeah, which is strange because they want me to get rid of the kids out of 
public arena while there's a kid actually walking behind me, <laughs> me in the office. So yeah. it's kind of strange. But They're probably like, well, our kid has no chance anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so those kids do. Wait. Um, <laughs> but, th- but thanks for letting me do it because my, my point I'm, I'm bringing that up is because um, um, I was really angry. I'm still I'm angry about the whole thing. Yeah. But you let me say it, and I, w- I really wasn't sure if they're going to get whiff of it. And I found out within a month or two, they panicked, evidently. They heard about it. Yeah, and in fact, my ex-supervisor even wrote a letter to you asking yeah. you to take it off. And of yeah. course... I ignored it. Yeah, being a principal guy you are, and you believe in free speech, and you believe you always stick up for comedians. Yeah. You know, you, of course, uh, Joe Rogan, you know, all of us... Um, you know, they they, they they got sued, they got prosecuted by federal government. So, you know, it was. What, for underage stuff? No, different stuff. Oh. And um, Stal- John Stallion, my ex boss, almost, they were ready to send him for 30 years in prison. Wow, really? But yeah, this, she wrote me, she goes, I would never let my child do that. No, I remember thinking, like, well, Yoshi had a really specific story about your child yeah. seeing him. It's, it's all lies, you know. Maybe just weren't aware of his whereabouts at all times. Yeah, yeah. She's saying those kids were never supervised 100% at a time. She would leave those kids, two girls in that room at the, in the porn company, mm-hmm. and uh, she'll be gone driving lunch or business meetings, you know. And that's that's the last time. Wasn't there two girls fighting over, like, a? wasn't there some NHL novelty puck? I thought you told me this. There was some, like, puck, you know, like a, like a Bank of America, LA Kings puck, and they were fighting over it, those two girls, and then that's how they got the idea of uh, two girls, one cup. Shut up. That's funny. <laughs> Shut up. You made me you made me worry for a second, like he did was it? Bleeding so much. Did I did I, I forget I, something? I was totally yeah. Yeah. No, but cool. in the letter that she wrote to you, Sarah West, she, yeah. she the letter that she wrote to you, she she basically said, I, since I was nice to those kids, why am I complaining about the fact the kids were there? And like here here's the thing. I complain to that HR person. I complain yeah. to the GM. I complain to the supervisor who happened to bring the kids. Once they made a decision to allow the kids there, I am not going to be mean to those kids. It's not the kids' fault that they, right. they have a lousy mother and then like yeah. a lousy GM and a lousy HR person. So it's it's not the kids' fault that they're there. But nevertheless, I'm not going to be mean to those kids. But I still don't want to see a kid there. And believe me, I don't have a master's degree like Lilith. But I just think <laughs> something about having kids kids girls young girls stay in a porn company it's it's just like not a good idea it's unsettling to you did you ever consider calling child protective services on them because that would be the best way i would never call child. i would have to see somebody like really like beating their kids and not feeding them right for like a long time but yoshi has a vendetta against them and that would be the best way and because they actually that is considered neglect and yeah turn their kids into orphans (laughs) or get get them better I I I, i mean it sucks for the kids I, um, but what if there's worse things going on at home you don't mm-hmm. know about? Not the kids. What you really care about is your boss. So let's get her back. Those kids are just bystanders. They're just. Statistics. But what they're doing is neglect, essentially. Maybe you just kidnap you, the kids. Do you know if Child Protective Services ever went to their home? Because they sound very worried that they're contacting Ari and other podcasts that you're talking about it on. Um. I'm just wondering. I don't know. I know from a therapist's point of view that I'm, I would be mandated to report it if I knew it. Yeah, that's really? happening. Yeah. Wow. Yoshi, which, who's that comic you dated for a while? <laughs> anyway, I, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Is she under eighteen? <laughs> no. Um, uh, Rosie Tran. No, no. White girl. She's Asian. White it has to be white. I'm guessing white. That's white. That's white. Um, I, going back to the kid thing, I um, Maria Shahada. 
I don't know who that is. No way. I'm, I'm taking that back. I, I was so angry. And, um, um, well, first of all, they were angry that I, I mentioned every one of the kids' name on your podcast. <laughs> you like that? said that, right? Like, I, I was actually I surprised you didn't, like, edit that part out. Like, I'm, I'm glad you're, like, you're a old school c- comic believe. Like, if it's true, then you should just say it. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. The truth. Who cares? I, I got also it's hard at work. To, some I mean, of my ex coworkers are angry with me for saying it, but uh, what I said back to them was like, if you don't want me to mention your kids' names, yeah, then you should give them stage names because they're at hanging out at porn companies, right? And um, I called what, a, what was the stage name Yoshi that you gave them? little one? I called them uh, one of the girl little HIV <laughs> because both of her parents got HIV positive, but oh. um, oh my. That is. Oh, anything she does tech. at this point is overcoming. What's that? Anything that kid accomplishes is overcoming. <laughs> I know it's it's pretty vicious. Oh, don't don't call child protective services. Never mind, because both parents aren't going to live. Yeah, they'll be long. gone soon anyway. Yeah. No, maybe. I mean, no, no. I mean, these days HIV. It's well, a, if you have it's money, not, it's, it's not a death money, sentence. You can you can live a pretty long um, time. Melinda Hill. Who's that? Female comic. Are we going to do this like a name battleship? You're going to keep mentioning until you hit one. I'm, I don't. I'm not uh, just talking about you're it. You're not um, even getting me closer, or like you're in the range, um, of friends. So I'm. I'm. I'm really glad you. you, you I. I think some people would have might have gotten intimidated by them because they do have a lot of money and lawyers and stuff like that, and, and think she she's implied threat. You know, maybe. And, but um, I'm I'm glad you stood by me and believe what I said because I am telling the truth. It's but, bullshit uh, that I've seen in the comedy store all mm-hmm. the time when somebody gets thrown out for being an idiot. Yeah, then they start threatening a lawsuit and the comedy store always back down. Dean, the old manager, he's always like, "All right, all right, we'll let you back in." He's like, "Don't let them back in." Yeah, Talk to those people. You can't just say I'm going to sue you. It doesn't give you any like. Well, I, th- I thought that whole thing was ridiculous. First of all, you're trying to scare a Jewish guy with yeah, a lawsuit. Please. It's not. Come on, I mean, <laughs> really? Are you su- fucking a kidding me? Steps before I even have to take it seriously. Yeah. Were you ever kicked out of the comedy store, are you? I was banned a couple times. What were you banned for? Uh, Let me think. What was one of the first ones? Well, Mencia thing must hurt you, right? No? No. With Joe Rogan? No, that didn't really hurt me. I left there for a while after that. Oh, you left? After they banned Rogan. Yeah. It it seemed kind of gross after that. Yeah. I knew what it was. It was just Pauly trying to like not like Rogan and figure out a way to get rid of him. He's like, oh, this will do it this way. Yeah. It was just the wrong way. It made us all look like idiots. But after I beat up Bobby Lee a couple times, so really? Then, yeah, I got banned after that. Wait, 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 wait. Physically? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Over, I didn't know this. Yeah. Bobby Lee's little. He's so little. It's so easy to beat him up. <laughs> well, I'm not so judging. I'm not, first of all, I'm not judging you because I'm the guy who verbally attacked kids at porn company too. Yeah. So who am I? <laughs> but if you don't mind talking, yeah. I mean, I like you and Bobby. I, I don't know yeah, Bobby that well. We're friends now. It's just a while. But how does? How, how did this start? I, just, I'm mad. I was had my girlfriend leaving me, and Bobby like knew the guy she was leaving me for, and mm-hmm. I just told him I didn't want to talk about it, and he just kept laughing. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah, so was he like rubbing it in him. your face? He just okay. wasn't taking it as seriously as I wanted him to. Yeah. <laughs> so then eventually, I just started punching him and kicking him when he was on the ground, <laughs> and he's so easy to kick and punch. The next time, I was like, "Now nah, you get choked." And then I would yeah. choke him, and then after that, I punch him in the back of the head. He's running away. I remember punching him once. And he'd fall, and I would say, this is going to happen every time I see you here at the comedy store. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did you ever send him to the hospital? <laughs> no. He threatened to call. Like, I had to leave my apartment for a while once because like, I'm going to call the cops. So I had to like take off and like go mm-hmm. and drive around town. 
So they found out about the shenanigans and they the shenanigans. Yeah, they had to talk him down. Freddie Lockhart and other people had to, and Renatisi had to talk him down from calling the cops. Wow. Yeah. And then Pretty how long times. were you banned for for that? I don't know, six months a year. Oh, that's a long time. Like yeah, I was banned from the improv once. Wait, wait, six months or a year? Something like that. How, I wonder how much you would have banned if you'd hit a white person. <laughs> Three years, triple probably. It, triple it. Whatever yeah, it that's a good. Qu- yeah, that's yeah. A good Let's be honest. Yeah, hit a black person. Good spots. You probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably give you five hundred dollars in food stamps. But, Thanks um, for getting rid of the problem. I never heard that story before. Yeah, yeah. I used to punch him all the time. It's great. <laughs> so how did you guys make up? How are you guys friends now? What happened? I just eventually didn't want to be mad at him anymore. It was so afterwards. So after I beat him up all the time, then I didn't feel like beating him up. I'd have to have cause, a specific cause to beat him up. But if they were all, if you guys were all talking in like a circle yeah. like that, and let's say Bobby was saying something. I would just walk by, I'd be like, "Oh, is he saying lies?" Because that's what he always does. He just makes <laughs> things up. He exactly. He's like a liar. He's a liar. He's dumb. He's stupid. He's a liar. The stupid would always bother him, so that's why I kept pushing it. Oh. Yeah. So then I would like push him out of conversations over and over again. Like literally push him physically. No, oh. just like verbally and just like attack. I'm him really am stunned because you're such a nice guy and so yeah, is Bobby. I can't I, imagine you yeah. doing it, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Well, it sounds like you had it coming a little, Bobby. Bobby's <laughs> I, had, be, I, I was surprised at how many people went up to me. It's like, thanks, man. You're kidding me? No. Is Bobby a little verbal bu- bully over there? No, he's just sometimes he's just a little prick, but that's gone away. He used to just. Well, yeah, if you hit a guy enough Bobby. times, they're gonna change, yeah. Ari. That, like Diaz always told me, like some people need a good slapping. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor kid was more when he was young. Dude. Or st- yeah. almost stumped. Them to death. That's right. Yes. Yeah, in the front hall. I shouldn't be talking. I must beat somebody to death. Who'd so. you beat? The guy used to do date a, a girl? Who was that girl? Stepmother. My, His my stepmother. Oh, yeah, that's right. You almost beat her up for killing your father. No, he did beat her up. Almost killed her. Yeah. And my, her um, nephew and an sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. Oh, all of them? Yeah, I mean, I figure if I hit one, what doesn't make it any difference if I hit three more people? Yeah. So, Shannon uh, Hatch. I don't even know these people. <laughs> oh. Um, Who's the girl? She's out of comedy. What does it matter? You just went out with her. I, I, don't don't do I think she's still in comedy. I don't want to. didn't like do How long did you go out with her for? Months? All right. All right. I don't want to talk it's about like it. You were full boyfriend. I don't want to talk about it. Specific details. I don't want to talk about it. Just that you had a history with her. Jesus. Can, is this too late to race this episode? <laughs> <laughs> so, Marilyn, let's, I want to get to know your background. Marilyn Martinez? Is that So, you're from Marilyn, Washington, D.C. Uh huh. That area, like right. Freelander. So, what was it like growing up there? I and mean, what kind of kid were you? Just a smart Orthodox Jewish. I was a bad student, really, really bad student. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I mean, I remember, yeah. I remember that story you told. Uh, I think it's in your act, um, but I saw you do it on on uh, at the comedy store. That was really funny. It was a true story about the Jewish girl or one of the girls. You went to a, did you go to all Jew school? All Jewish school, yeah. For how long? So from. First, well, kindergarten through twelfth grade. Oh, what? Yeah. And then, and then a couple years of well, one year of college too. What? What was that like? Which one? Just Jewish just going, yeah, just being with it's Jews. All I, it's all I knew. It was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was all your friends and stuff. You Did you know. ever wonder about Gentiles and stuff? What they were like? No, I knew they were mm-hmm. beneath us. I knew exactly <laughs> what they were like. <laughs> well, the the story you told is really funny because she had reached out to you, I guess, recently. Oh yeah, Brittany Swigert. Yeah, that's yeah. my act. <laughs> I went trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that was a true story, I presume. Uh-huh. Right? Well, yeah. yeah, the part where she reached out 
But, yeah. But yeah, also the getting suspended. In yes. Class. Yeah. Because yeah, that that, that's how I knew you were, the, yeah. you were a troublemaker in school. Yeah. I shot a teacher in the back of the head with a rubber band or paper clip. Got suspended for five days. Had to go to the mall. <laughs> had to go to the mall? For four of those days. I had to entertain myself. Mm-hmm. I was bored at home. <laughs> so is that something you would regularly do, though? Where you're no. like harassing people? I was a troublemaker. I was either fucked around at home or fucked around in class. One or the other. Mm-hmm. I'd be a troublemaker at one or the other place. But the all Jew stuff was fine. It was just that's it was just that was my friends. They were all just Jews. So you, you so I didn't you, go from regular. So obviously you Jews. didn't get picked on being a Jewish person because you went. To no, there was still a bully though. Is that right? Jonathan Wilbur. He eventually became my brother-in-law. What? Yeah, my brother-in-law's brother. Yeah, he was a bully. He would he when you had topsiders on, he would you know those leather laces. Mm-hmm. He would reach and sometimes you had to squiggle lead up. Yeah, remember those? So he'd reach out and pull them until they snapped. The leather snapped. And you're like, great. Now I can't tie my shoes anymore. He thought that was so fucking funny. So he married your sister, obviously. No, his brother married my sister. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. No, it's be- it's, so it's better. Gotcha. Did you ever get revenge towards him? No, but I will tell you this, that I went over to their house for a Shabbat lunch or something, or a mm-hmm. holiday lunch, maybe two years ago. And uh, Jonathan was there. And we were all, and every time he said something, I kept thinking, I wanted to be like, shut up. You're just an idiot. Like, I wouldn't take anything he said seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just annoyed, even like 30 years later. <laughs> is he a doctor or a lawyer now? Like a I good don't know, he's something. Maybe mm. a lawyer, maybe. So you yeah, went... maybe, I don't know what he does. He's so you went to a Jewish school and like, when did it occur to you that you wanted to be a comedian? Is it in the high school or... No, I always really wanted to do it. I like watching comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have cable, so we just watched like Life in the Laugh Factory, whatever that was, on Saturday night. On and you don't come from show business family? Uh-uh. No. With Orthodox Jews. But you're atheist now, right? Uh-huh. How long have you been atheist? Probably since like maybe a couple of years after I got back from Israel, maybe three or four years after. I went to eighth. I went to agnostic for a few years, mm-hmm. and I realized I was just I was just being a baby. That was the gray area between. Yeah. Where you're like, well, you never know. Atheist. But then it's like, what do you mean you never know? There's nothing else in my life I accept with that argument. Yeah, you never know. Maybe when did you go to Israel? Right after high school for two years. For did school or work? Study, study like Talmud and stuff. Right, seminary type school. Wait, whose decision was that? Was it yours? Yeah, me. It was fun. What? It was super fun. You just studied all day and had fun, played basketball after lunch. You so, do you, do you like, speak Hebrew? I, sort of. I understand it okay, but my uh, my ability to talk it has gone way down. I see. Left. Oh, because you're not around it yeah. anymore. Yeah. I used to have the manager of my apartment building spoke Hebrew, so I tried to talk to her when, whenever I was paying my rent. But then I moved, <laughs> and it was all gone. My grandmother's. Died. So you got okay. back. Did you move to LA right away, or no? I went to Maryland for a few years, mm-hmm. graduated, and then didn't want to get a job. So, comedy. How can I sleep till noon? <laughs> Got to be a comedian. Wanted, I just wanted to figure out a job where I could not have an alarm clock. Right. That's what I heard. I heard one of those people on the on those uh, on Live on the Laugh Factory, whatever that show was called, Laugh Factory Live. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the improv ones. No, it wasn't the improv ones. But Bob Freeman's not. Yeah, it was. This was on at CBS on Saturday nights. Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, maybe like 11 or something. Okay. I saw the amazing Jonathan on there. Yeah. I saw a guy I eventually worked with in D.C. who met some jokes that I always didn't know was him. I was like, wait, were you on Life Factory Live like 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, because that's how you did that joke. But um, what was I saying about that? Oh, I saw some girl, and she was talking about, she uh, she was like, you know, my life's okay, but I don't have an alarm clock, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a good life goal. No alarm clock. So you started doing open mics in Maryland? No, here. So you moved to LA specifically for that? Yeah. 
Yeah, gotcha. sucky place to start. And you didn't know anyone when you moved? One person. I knew my roommate who I moved. He went to high school and college with me, and so he, he had moved to Miami, so we caravaned together. Yeah. He drove the speed limit and smoked pot. Well, life. let me ask you, like, what did your parents think about? Are they conservative, pretty liberal? What, what? They're pretty conservative. My dad understood it because he moved from Israel to America, so he gets the idea of, like, spreading your wings and shit. Right. My mom was like, why can't you be in New York? I see. Closer. Also, it's like, you can't make a living at this. Place. Right. Mm. Like, if you want to support your children at the same time, it's like, come on. Be realistic. The yeah, they're just success. looking out yeah. for you and your survival and stuff. Yeah. So that was ten, about 10 years ago, right? 13. 13 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so what was it like when you moved here? And com- I don't know. I I'm assuming it, comedy, comedy store, right? Store, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I went looking for the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. So I was driving down from East, East uh, or West LA, mm-hmm. driving to find the Laugh Factory. And I passed the comedy store. I was like, oh, I've got to apply for a job there on the way back. And the Laugh Factory didn't really hire comics right. to work. They only pick Asian girls. Yeah, they love Asian, Asian girls. The waitress. When we say date, we mean Jamie Wasada. Jamie Wasada, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the date and hire mm-hmm. yeah then the store was hiring though so i went there did the open mic a few times and got hired so then i did the employee spots and got a home there so all my friends became from the comedy store it's like a clubhouse such a great place maybe you could explain to kids planning to move to la and maybe work in comedy store what advice could you give it to them because you know all the behind the scenes shit well it's way different now than it was i mean you got to work is it better with, or worse with the now? owner the, I, getting a job there the path from job to comic there is so like vague there's no, almost no way I see. Yeah, then it was like, you do this for a couple of years, you're in. Right. Don't worry. But now it's like, I don't see that as a path. It's really just working. Because you work with the lady who mm-hmm. would eventually take a, you know, take a liking to you. That the lady, the Mitzi? Yeah. The owner. Freddie Mitzi Soto sure. was a runner. Mm-hmm. I was a runner. Oshak. There was like a few people who were like, that's their job. To fuck with her. I did one, um, a, what, what, do you, what do you call it, audition or whatever? Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> I did it one time. As soon as I got up, she started falling asleep like, Jesus is oh, my really? yeah. It's oh. just like then um, I I I called him like, well, was that okay? And she, she said no, she didn't pass you, but like, but the whole time I was thinking, well, she was sleeping. How yeah, could she? Of course you know, not. I'm, I'm sure I'm bomb, but like at least you should watch it. The right? funny thing is, it was so important to you because you were showcasing. But there's yeah. like another ten people I got to look at. This yeah, week, and she's like, no. she like doesn't care if she misses one. Yeah. What was it like working for her? It was pretty cool. I used to stand over when she was doing the showcase and see how fast she could cross someone's name off. <laughs> and the record was 12 seconds. Wow. They had three minutes to showcase, which already isn't a lot of time. In 12 seconds, she crossed her name off. And I was like, how dare you? For those of you but not familiar with the comedy scene, Comedy Store is historically a very important club. A lot of big names like Letterman, Richard Pryors, and, and Jay Leno performed there. Yeah. And the club is owned by Polly Shore's parent, but now mom. mom. And I guess uh, Sam, is it? That's Sammy Shore or... Uh, Sammy Shore doesn't have anything to do with it, but yeah, it's him. Yeah. It's his dad. And my understanding is when the uh, Polly's parents divorced, the settlement was the... Um, comedy store. Comedy store goes to Polly's mom yeah. and uh, Mitzi. At I the guess, time, it wasn't anything, though. I heard right. talked about later, and he was like, yeah, it wasn't, she built it up. It was just a place we could perform once in a while. Right. Now it is it's a very valuable property, and... Uh, it's a great place to work out. You can yeah. get there a few times a week. And, yeah. know, there's no industry people there, so you can just fuck around and, and right. with impunity. Yeah, it's the greatest place. Plus, you can do drugs there. Yeah. <laughs> just fun. <laughs> have sex back there a few times. With other comedians? No, uh, yeah, I've done it with other comedians before. Name them. <laughs> um, you don't need to, believe me. <laughs> Yoshi, that's, that's I was a, trying to look out for you this way. Well, it was just like girlfriends. <laughs> it was like girlfriends that I went out with. Yeah. Was. 
What's the oh, name? It wasn't like random. Got Natasha. We went out for a while. Legero. Uh huh. Ooh. Yeah, beautiful we were, like, girl. She's hot stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't know if she appreciates you mentioning her you? name. I don't think that. Yeah, she dumped me. I think that was the only comedian I did it with. Mm. Otherwise, like just girls. I was nobody that I just met right there. Yeah. And said let's go. Mm. That's some cl- people have done that. Did, that. did did that ever happen though? What did uh people try to like hook up with you, girls from the audience at the at the place right yeah. there? Not that overt, but mm. yeah, sometimes. Like, did you be like, no, nah, I'm good. Never here in L.A. No, and I, unless yeah. they were ugly, I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good because you just came up to me. <laughs> now I'm good. Let's Wait, go. so go back. Do you, do you have any advice of whoever's coming here to pursue stand-up? I don't know. Just do a lot of open mics. Just get up as much as you can. So the, so you, the usual advice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. People tell people advice, but like, you don't know what they're doing Yeah, how they're developing. I get mad at people for giving advice to younger people. Yeah. I remember I asked you too. What? When I was doing stand up over there. And I was like, all right, do you have any advice? You asked Lager, me? Yeah, it was Steve Simone. Uh huh. And he said oh, the yeah. same thing. You're just like, I don't really have advice, but just like keep doing open mics. Yeah. But it's, 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 on, yeah, it's, it's honest and Everybody it's the best advice, answer. actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like just. You just got to be yourself. You just got to do the. It's like, shut up. No, you don't. None of it's true. Mm-hmm. None of it's true for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did that help you at all? It did. Are you still doing comedy? I haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Your advice really is working great. Yeah. Is that the bee from um, Jack Daniels Honey? No, it's not. No, the okay. bowl and a lightning bowl. Yeah. So you did comedy store for a while. Um, you're always a funny guy. Um, yeah. And you never worry about other people's opinion. That's something I always respect. Aretha uh, Jones. Who's that? Shama Tosh. I don't know any of those people. Seriously. So can you talk about the amazing racist? Is that okay? Yeah, I just did. That? I just did more of them. Are you doing it again? Uh-huh, they came out in a, in a movie. Uh, it's out on Friday. Uh, oh, really? The What's the name of the movie? Inappropriate comedy. Oh, that's right. It's more amazing racist things. I did Jews finally. I went to a Jewish market dressed as a priest, <laughs> and I tried to get them to a, sign up. My my of, favorite one is when you took a bunch of those Mexicans in yeah. back of the oh the back of the truck yeah. to INS to immigration. Yeah, I couldn't believe that you went to Watt. In a Ku Klux Klan outfit, and those motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> were trying to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, they're all pretty mad. At like five different places. Yeah, none of them liked it. None of them took to it like kindly. Like, did you ever? I mean, it was being filmed. Did yeah. They, so were they aware that they were being no, filmed? No, no. They all just my guys with the hidden cameras came in early and they walked around like they were customers. Okay, because it seemed really natural their responses to want to. So it was kill you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he took, have you seen that yeah. one? When he takes his KKK outfit to the cleaners. Yeah. Or took their giant cross. And How did you come up with that idea? I really like it. <laughs> um, they had the idea, just the name, The Amazing Racist, just a knockoff of The Amazing Race. Yeah. But then uh, what they had in mind to do was like real light and almost n- like no, no harshness at all. Yeah. And they called the comedy show looking for their Jewy looking person. Yeah. I think they wanted Jeff Ross at first and he couldn't do it. So like, well, Ari's Jewy. And so, very yeah. racist. Yeah. Well, no. So we <laughs> talked about it. I was like, if you want to do it, let's do it. But let's go harsh. Let's go yeah. like really, really, let's do some really out there stuff. And it is very out there. I, I mean, watching the videos, I was scared for your life at times. Oh, yeah. But I was also like, this shit's so funny. And this is so controversial, but so good. It's exposing. It's kind of like just the racial shit that's still happening. Yeah. It's all so crazy. It's all so stupid. Yeah, it was very dumb like no at the gas station. Way. It was yeah. very, like you're asking for gas to go. You burn. must have some. You're burning on someone's lawn. Like I've yeah. run out of money, yeah. but I'll ask black people for help with gas. So yeah, I could put this on. What I thought was months. funny is how seriously they took you, though. Too, yeah. it wasn't like 
you know, bro, like you're fucking, you're you're obviously joking. You, they took you very seriously. I yeah. mean, because you hit buttons in people, and you would go to places, even with the Asians, who are they are so ethnocentric and they're so into themselves and their race that you could have said the most absurd thing and they would oh, have yeah. been triggered by it. I went to a a, a, um, a nail salon. Yeah, and I tried to get a happy ending. How was my mom? <laughs> she was all right. Didn't give her happy endings though. Yeah. She just sort of hummed around it and then called it a day. <laughs> Mrs. Obayashi. Yeah. I'm sorry. She goes by Ms. Obayashi now. What, what, what was um? God damn it. <laughs> What's that website that gave you like five stars for the service for the uh, business? What Yelp. Is that? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. How many stars did you give to my mom? <laughs> How many ninja stars did you give my mom? I gave her four and a half stars, but then you had to finalize it on a home computer. I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> So I only gave it to her on the app. Uh, so what was your... Shut up! Oh. Uh, hey, uh, I, I am curious. So when did you meet Rogan and how did that happen? I'll uh, tell you what. You tell me who the girl is that you dated. I, you know what? You dated her though. It wasn't embarrassing. You went out with her. I'm not talking about specific moves, what her favorite position is. It's it's. I have a, this strong thing about keeping my word and I promised her, you know. You promised her you wouldn't tell anybody? Yeah. But you went out with her? What's that? You You fully dated her. Like I mean, said, I, I don't know if it's date date, but we went out like a few times, or for like or for months. Um, barely a month. Oh, okay, okay. So if you broke this, you gave your word, you would have to take a sword and stab yourself. No, I'm not Japanese. I just oh, have a yeah. fake Japanese name. Really, you're not Obiashi's not your name. I'm I'm ethnically Korean. Oh yeah. See, um, that's why I have such a. Good feelings about Jews because Koreans are the Jews of Japan. Koreans and Jews, is the yeah, because yeah. you see a lot of Koreans in show business too. Very cheap. Yeah, take care of the parents. Uh, <laughs> and nagging mothers. Nagging mothers. Yeah. School is very important. Uh-huh. Um, School, yeah, and we have um, even the Japanese name that we have. It sounds very Jewish. Obayashi. No, no, like my uncle's. I don't know many Jews named Obayashi. My uncle's name is like Kanemura. Uh-huh. And uh, literally means money village. Oh. And any Japanese persons with last name with the characters like gold or silver, yeah. that's a Korean Japanese yeah, person. Jewish too. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So when I heard about the Jewish experience in America and in uh, Europe, I'm like, wow, that's very similar actually. And I think a lot of Jewish guys like Asian girls. Yeah. You know, this uh, there, there's still a lot of black guys. Well, maybe yeah. so. But um, Asian girls just kind of have nice hair. You like them too? <laughs> You like all girls, yeah. A <laughs> little bit of Tina in my life. <laughs> what song is that? Mambo number five. <laughs> so tell, tell me when you when you met Rogan and uh, how did oh, that was at the store. You know, it's everyone just hanging out there, and uh, we'd go eat later at night a lot. But there was something about you that Rogan really liked, right? Yeah, like, I guess that it was like sort of coming up, and mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, and then he had a couple of people opening for him. Yeah, and they weren't available one day, and so yeah, they suggested me. Yeah, and then it worked well, very well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was super stoked for the opportunity to get these real crowds. Because anyone associated with Rogan, you know, it's pretty much 100% to me. They're stand-up guys. You know, you, Diaz, Diaz for sure, Duncan, Mm -hmm. Brian, all those guys. And um, it's interesting with Joe. I met him in the Man Show. Oh, really? 
Brody. I just talked to Corolla today about that. I was like, how did you feel when the man show went on? Oh, what did he say? I'm curious he about goes, that. like, honestly, I was done with it, so I didn't care. Yeah. Once we were, we, we stopped. It wasn't like they gave it to somebody else when we were still wanting to do it. Yeah. We were done, and they said, well, we're going to keep going. He said Kimmel cared. But he oh, was, really? Yeah, but he said he was just like, well, we're done. We're out. What does it matter? Yeah. And he said that the producers took a lot more uh, control once they were gone. Yeah. And that looked, it made it way shittier. I think so, too, yeah. because... Is their version of what dudes are supposed to be like the producer's version instead of like comedian's version because brody stevens brought me over he did the warm-up for it and um that's when i met joe and i i really didn't watch a lot of tv shows so i didn't yeah. i didn't know joe that well but uh, from day one he was very very nice to me and whenever their version of mansion needed like tranny or homosexual porn stars they go for you yeah they go <laughs> then i'll bring them you know okay. i can't bring any girls but i'll bring a tranny you're an animal wrangler yeah <laughs> stop saying animals well if you got a palestinian girl then you would have to admit you're an animal wrangler all right wow <laughs> lily what are you persian armenian armenian yeah. same difference harry all right now um <laughs> armenians and persians are nearly the same in no, everything they do no we're not in the, in no. their whole attitudes and nope. looks nope their whole nope. entitlement You're but they are different than palestinians are better than palestinians but worse than every other white no <laughs> it's just the, the los angeles <clears throat> armenians maybe like the persians but we're totally different in every way we are when it comes culturally I dated a, unless they're armenians Armenian from ones. there's because there's Armenians in Iran too. That's for why. sure. For those, so those who uh, escaped Armenian the genocide. Persians. <laughs> Your worst Do they enemy. Ever wear anything except black. <laughs> must be that all the time. We're always in mourning. We have to hang out with Jews and shit. It's terrible. Yeah. Fuck. Listen to this. You dated an Armenian? <laughs> yeah, I did. She was half Armenian. Yeah, no, mm. but I did hear somebody do that. Maybe it was you. Was it <laughs> I don't know. I like that that noise. When I get really high, then you can really hear it. <laughs> so did she traumatize you? What's the no, no. Yeah. We had to break up because I was going to New York soon. This is oh, you did it now? Yeah. Well, we broke up already, probably. How long were you guys going out? Like a year. Wow. It was pretty open, so it wasn't like... Wait, is this the one I met? Maybe. I don't know. When did I meet you? God damn it. There was some big show that you guys did and you brought her, I think. She's Possible. really pretty. Yeah. Extremely pretty. Aren't all Armenians? Hello. I didn't know she was Armenian. <laughs> no, it's half are pretty and half, not half. Some percentages are pretty and some are right. so disgusting. Like the mothers Ooh, are so yeah. gross that you're like. Not my uh, mom, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hot? She was gorgeous. Let me see a picture of your mother. <laughs> I can show you a picture of okay. my mom. She's fucking beautiful. It's a trick. You shouldn't have a picture of your mom on your phone. I don't. I'm going to look up her Facebook, which I'm not friends <gasps> with her on Facebook. I told my mom <laughs> I refused I to add her. her. And I was like, we can't have this I'm kind like, of relationship. Mom, stuff I say on there that's just not, not for open. you. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be yeah, friends. It can't be an open friendship. <laughs> it's we're, it's bad mom. enough we have to be like, you know, parent, child. But yeah. Anyway. Um. So go on. A little bit of Jennifer is what I need. <laughs> a little bit. Of, I don't know how that's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why are you moving to New York, Ari? New stages, fuck around a little, mm -hmm. new little life. Date a you black chick for a couple months. All right, there's more in uh, New York. Is that what's more thing, what's, What is this thing? Uh, you keep lately, talking about black girl. Just lately, I've wanted to date like a black, like a real Have light you never? skin. Have never? -uh. A real light skinned black girl. I, I like they throw I that in there. I call them ponytail black chicks. <laughs> you know, the kind with just relaxed enough hair. Like real hair. The, the person, sort of, or maybe it's not real hair. That's how mm -hmm. they have relaxed. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how it works, but they're like, hey, you know, a <laughs> black chick that could do that. I'm picturing Stacey Dash from Clueless. Oh, she's very pretty. Yeah, but like back then, so some like 24, 25 year old. You know that like girl at the Brian is hanging out, hanging out, Scan Diamond? She looks weird though. That's too much. What do you mean weird? That's too much. It's like she's like, she looks like a porn star. I'm talking about She regular, is a porn star. Yeah. Shaved head. She looks, she looks Asian. No, I'm just talking about light skinned black chick. I see. Janet Jackson. Halle Berry. She's like yeah. the ultimate woman. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I just want to feel something. <laughs> so you're moving to New York. To by the way, black chicks. B- by the way, I beat off to that scene like thirty times. But by, by the way, did you know? Here's a trivia. See all these parakeets. Watching that movie the with um, what was they that? actually it was penetration in that during that filming of that scene. They he actually went in a couple times. But did you know that 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 is the same? That's the same room. Yeah. Jimmy Swagger was having an affair with a hooker. Really? Yeah, that's the same room. What do you mean? How? They just happened to pick that one in New Orleans. Um, when they were filming? No, no. I mean, it was a hotel? That's. That Jimmy Swagger stuff happened way before that movie, but they. It was a house that he owned. No, that was a, a, a hotel in New Orleans. And so then they made it into an apartment for the, for the filming? They just picked that particular room to do a. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah, your mom's pretty. Yeah, she's totally, yeah, she's totally fuckable. <laughs> that wasn't bad. How old is she there? She was in her late thirties. I see. Oh, it's almost out of the range. Oh my god! And by almost, I mean considerably. Yeah, out of the range. range. Yeah. I dated somebody my age like two years ago. That's what really was that weird. Like? It's disgusting. You never had sex. <laughs> we had sex. Mm. Um, the bodies aren't as good anymore at that point. So, are you, are, were you fucking yeah. a white chick? Is that why? Yeah. Yeah, they they wear out pretty easily. No, I'm alright. Thanks. They wear out pretty easily. Yeah. White chicks. Yeah. yeah, they crack. Yeah. <laughs> they do crack. Do you want some more wine, Lily? You guys having any? Um, Other sure. sparkling stuff. Just so, are you pretty happy where I'm you're where you're at right now? Career wise. Yeah, I've been going on the road a lot this last yeah. year and a half or so on my yeah. own pretty fun you know i get to play new stages and stuff and meet people and i loved your show at um what's it in connecticut that casino oh yeah foxwoods yeah you killed it i I, I barely missed my i was going to do a spot but by the time i got there oh yeah walking up yeah you were supposed to do a guest spot yeah (laughs) he just didn't come but yeah i'm I'm going back there in september yeah that's a cool uh, it's an okay place except you're all alone yeah Stuck in the middle of nowhere with nothing to do. Maybe I'll get a car next time I'm there. Drive around. It's basically between what is it, New York and Boston, right? Something like that. It's in Connecticut somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing tons of shows. You know, you work with Rogan. Now you're doing more headlining shows. Fucking, I made an album, and then I made I made a special after that. Yeah. Different material. So I'm happy with like how how much I'm coming up with stuff. Yeah. I'm just cool with it right now. I'm pretty lucky. I've never had to do stand-up for money. You know, I've made money doing it, I guess, but I just don't think of it in those terms, so I just keep going. That's right. You, do, you also do a lot, tons of audition, and I've seen you many times. Commercial different stuff, commercials, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I never had to take a gig that was shitty just because it paid well. Right. Um, so it's just about how, how good I'm getting, and I feel pretty happy about where I am. Yeah. What's your goal? What do you want to ultimately be doing? <sighs> I used to have goals. I don't know. I just keep doing more stand-up. I really like stand-up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, what do you? I'm, if I'm sort of thinking that's a possibility that could be a just stand-up comic, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's actual possible now. But when I started, it was like no way. You have to be an actor and then get a name yeah. stand-up from that. But now do you it's think? Do, do you think a lot of the young kids make mistakes trying to do a little bit of everything, and they should just concentrate one and be really good at it? Maybe it depends what you're into. Yeah. But yeah, somewhat. I mean, we they told us all we had to, you know, try to be actors, and so we had to try to do all that stuff, or right. writers, and then it's like, well, this has nothing to do with helping my stand up at all. Like, forget getting yourself a draw, but there's like making your stand up better. It's not helping, right? To be on some sitcom. But it just seems like you know, um, I love your stand up because it's it's it, at times it can be very edgy and dirty, which I love. Yeah, I but traditionally dark. dirty comedians, which I love, and it's yeah, the kind of stuff I do. Too. Our opportunities put it limited unless you do clean set like Norman yeah, Tonight like Show. Yeah, but now it's like the time is done. They're having dirty like um, uh, you know, cruise the, ships. Yeah, you know where they're like everybody's thirty five. Yeah, nobody cares about these stupid word rules that were made up in nineteen eighty three. Right, like nobody cares. This has nothing to do with us anymore. You can't say the word shit on TV. Why? Yeah, everyone uses that word. And I think I think you working with Rogan doing his podcast, having your own podcast. Yeah, I think it's really like, we, we're bypassing the tradition of have, yeah. You don't need us anybody's approval, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. You. And that's what you guys are doing too. Yeah, you leave one day when you start doing comedy, mm-hmm. you'll have a built-in draw from Yoshi didn't. That's right. But I've been I've been doing podcasting for a little while now. Oh yeah, with mm-hmm. Eddie Eft also. Yeah, Jim Jeffries has a pretty good stand-up life before he did. Now he has his own uh-huh. TV show, but yeah. he was just doing stand-up. No, he's one of the few that were doing it. Yeah, yeah. he's a pretty yeah. dirty comic. Mm-hmm. Very funny guy. HBO mm-hmm. liked him, put him on here, and yeah. that really helped him take off. Mm-hmm. Um, and good stand-up helped him take off, too. But yeah, Bill Burr. There's a few guys that are doing it, but not many. Right. And I, I think Pat Oswalt last Montreal talked about, like, I don't know, there's two time period in the last 20 years things have really changed. Basically, when Johnny Carson retired, those back in the day before uh, that was the way to get in yeah only thing you ever do back then was get on tonight's show and you hope carson likes you if he doesn't you're fucked so everything was geared towards getting carson right then all of a sudden after carson left it was like former soviet union breaking up the little pieces all of a sudden you have too many shows and none of them really had a cloud like carson now it's like you hear people doing tonight show and you're like oh that's cool i guess yeah but it's not like they won't do anything for you yeah, even even you know our good friend Russell Peters would tell him like I did Tonight Show this and that. He said none of that shit ever really did anything for him, and everything yeah. he did on his own. A yeah. lot of his luck because some kid was nice enough to put his put it on YouTube in two thousand four. He said he saw the guys who created YouTube at some yeah. conference. And yeah, he like whoever he's talking to he said, "Excuse me," and went over and just hugged the guy. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for giving me a career and a house. Yeah. <laughs> so think, things have really changed, and I, and um, you know I've I've said this bro- with Brian before. Yeah. Rogan too. I, I gotta say, you know, if any comedy fan that doesn't know when believe me, I don't have any hard feelings Carlos Mencia. He's I am not gonna be completely honest here. Yeah. He he was always nice to me, his managers were nice to me and it's that yeah. putting that aside, you know, when Rogan and Mencia had that whole incident I, I I was I was so happy that uh, you stood by him because you see there's a lot of weasels in oh, this weasels, business. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You, and um I like shit like that happen because it's it's time like that you know where you're standing with. Ow! Oh uh, wow! I, I felt that. <laughs> you're not paying attention. I'm paying attention. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I was trying to scare you. Didn't, you didn't jump at all. I saw your arms coming at me. Oh, okay. You're lucky I didn't punch you back because I'm about to, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. 
But you know, you know what I mean. Like you stood by him. I, I love seeing things like that because oh, yeah. show well, that business was easy. stuff. That was a cut and dry situation. It's pretty yeah. Easy to stand by but, but let's be honest. I mean, sometimes people forget. I remember how people are kind of like they want to take a side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I to even to this day, I never really gone to YouTube clips and figure out you know if it's true or not. But just too many credible people probably it's too told much. me. You know, yeah. before, we, before we saw any of the clips, when a thousand people say this guy took a bit from me. Yeah. But I mean, nevertheless, I, I like the fact that, you know, um, I mean, back then, I think, can we agree that Mencio was probably more prominent than Joe in himself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, 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 think, I think I thought it was cool that you stood by him. Now it's really hard to believe because yeah. it seems like it's all, everything's reversed now. Yeah. One's doing clubs, the other's doing, the other's doing theaters. Yeah. So you just so never so. know how things, things turn out, but you, you always have to be... Just be true to yourself. Just like yeah. what you like and hate who you hate. Do you steal those soaps from hotel rooms? Oh yeah, sure. Thinking you're gonna use them when you feel nice. Yourself. <laughs> they got the wrapping with the uh, the foldovers. It's mm-hmm. like uh, what do they call those in jeans? Pleated, pleated wrapping on the soap. So what do you what do you want to what what? Um, Let's so you talk got, you, about who this girl was, right? How long has she been doing comedy before you I, violated I, her? I, I, well, who brought this shit up? I think it might have been you. Ari did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You asked him, but have you ever you had a girlfriend? And he said, yes, four or five years ago. Oh, yeah, And you're yeah, like, yeah. who's a girl? I, was like, she was I mean, I consider the hooker friends girlfriends. <laughs> One <laughs> so, hour at a time. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if some guy had a disorder where he had to actually break up with them, with hookers every time he like told them to leave. Listen, I just don't think we should do this anymore. Maybe I'll call you if it... <laughs> Ari, I hear some money yeah, for your like services. Say five minutes at the end of the hour. Let, let, let me tell you something, Ari. I, I was in Duisburg, Germany. I, I had a, like a week off before I go back to Scandinavia and do shows, right? Yeah. And, um, and Duisburg's pretty industrial. It's like Pittsburgh of Germany. Okay. And they have a pretty big red light district area. And um, there's a particular girl that I like. So I went to her room. She was busy with a customer. So... <laughs> Kitty corner from there, there's another girl that I kind of like. So I went in and paid and, you know, did half an hour or whatever. As soon as I got out, she saw me. I Ooh, just... The, that, one, the first one you liked. Yeah. yeah. So I went and walked, <laughs> walked there, right? She was so angry. <gasps> you cheated on her? Yeah. Like, I have to explain to a hooker that... Um, <laughs> you were getting fucked by someone else. That's money, though, too. She no, no, but money. I was going to stay with her. I was going to pay her or whatever. But, like, um, like, I don't judge her for seeing other johns you she know she doesn't see the same no and like i that really caught, standard caught me off guard so you know what I, What do you say I, I think it was more of the money factor like you didn't, no, 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 you no. didn't wait to pay her she wanted your money too and, no no you know, no because business. i was going to see her for an hour right there she still was going to send my mom money but she didn't like the idea and somebody snitched on me one of her um, hooker friends really? saw me walk into another girl your boy did wow so how dare you betray a hooker that's Duisburg. Duisburg, yeah, they, it's really good. Um, you been to Amsterdam? Yeah, I remember first time I was there. I, um, you know, in, if if you never gotten hookers in those red light district, what you have to do is before you give them the money, you have to agree on what what they're what going to do. do. Yeah. Oh. If you don't, in Tijuana, you just give them the money. No, no, I I I always talk in the beginning. Before. Really? Yeah, for sure. That's trouble? an amateur mistake. Do they have know? trouble understanding you through your accent, or do you act stuff out? If I talk to a girl and she doesn't <laughs> understand English, uh, I uh, skip. I uh, 
just don't bother. Don't bother. I'll I'll talk to one that at least get the basic English. You know. I, I was in Brazil and I got one and I was like, "What's your name?" She barely understood English. She goes, "I have no name." I was <laughs> like, "Good enough. That's totally actually fine." <laughs> I didn't even matter. think about that. Wait, was this in Rio? Uh, yeah. Are they the hottest in Brazil? They're pretty hot, but it wasn't like everyone's like, "Oh, they're all nines and tens." Those people who say that they've never been to Los Angeles. Mm. It's like no, they're not. There's sixes and sevens, which is pretty but, good for. But in, you know, in Brazil, it's more of girlfriend experience. They're sexual. They're very yeah, sexual. They're also, sexual. you get to come. You don't just fuck once and then leave. You like fuck, then wait a little while, then fuck again. Did you go to Did you go to help? I don't know. That's that's the main club in um, Copacabana in Rio, and there's basically like maybe f- for every guy, there's like between fifteen to twenty girls. They they mob you a little hard. It's like, come on, come on, stop, stop! I just want to take my, I want to look. They're on you. Yeah. Do you ever read Norton's uh, article about going there with Patrice? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't, 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 don't want to say the person's name because you know uh, he's on another podcast. But um, we have we have a you know yeah. what what podcast? No, no, the next episode or two episodes from now. But um, oh. Going to help, that was the only time you feel like you're a rock star because these women literally harassed you. Yeah, I want your dick. Yeah, no, much. not grab you. me. Yeah. They just they just won. Wait, is this at the brothel? Or is this a place, like a club? In it, it's it's called uh, help. help. That's the name of the club. Mm. And um, So that is a brothel itself. So they're just trying to get people, guys, to fuck. Because that's why much. they're there. But they th- they swarm you or something. Why is that a big deal? Like, what wouldn't you want them they throwing just, themselves at you? It's 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 like. Are they really do you aggressive? Remember, do you, I know you like um, basketball. It's like Gary Payton playing defense. He's just all over you, and these girls are just come and then literally like. I compare it to the Holocaust, the way when when, <laughs> when the Jews escaped and then all the all the, the Nazis and the dogs surround them and they're on them. Yeah, it's like uncomfortable for the Jew. Kind of like that. Because you want your freedom. What? Are you? Yeah, but then. You're being overwhelmed. It's a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, what, what was your experience in, in Rio? Like, they're pretty aggressive, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, they see you in the corner that you, like you're you're okay for a little bit, and then once they see you're there, it's like you ever see a lions when they feed a lion and they'll release like a donkey or something in the right. lion cage, and they don't see the lions don't see them right away, but then once they see them, they're like, oh, and they sort of slowly start coming faster and right. faster, and then they kill them. So they let me stay there for like a little bit myself, and once they realized I was all alone. So you went there for vacation or work? Um, vacation, no work. By yourself? Yeah. Really? Oh, no, no. I went there for a UFC. Oh, okay. That yeah. explains everything. I got a free ticket and I dished everybody. <laughs> I went to check out the local scenery. How long you were there for? A few days. Huh. So nice, though. They put us up right in a hotel by the beach. It was so nice. Did you cry when the plane's flying out of there? Did I cry? Yeah. I did. <laughs> Why? Because you liked it there so much? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I did not cry. I didn't cry when my dad died. But I, know, I cried when I um, when your dad died. Did you just go? There will be vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat the shit out of this lady. <laughs> I must avenge my father's honor. <laughs> um, What's her name? Can you at least tell me her name? No, the hooker's uh, name. No, Ms. Ilbiashi. Anyway, God, this is this this. Did you backhand her at all? Did you ever go forward hand and then without stopping, back it? No, I didn't hit her. Do you find hookers that Triangle? like to be like choked or slapped and stuff? Never really. I've never really found a hooker. Although I don't think I've ever tried. I've only gotten a couple hookers in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever oh, tried. Oh, in Brazil. 
Brazil won, Tijuana won. Wait, wait, go back. When was first time? Tijuana. Uh, Adelita Club or Hong Kong Club? Adelita. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should put out a hooker map, Yoshi. <laughs> we should fucking no, do people, for every people, goddamn city. People, people, um, Instead of weed maps, it'll be seed maps. It'll be the Yelp for hookers. Yeah. People who... Um, <laughs> four stars. She doesn't finish with Pe- her mouth. People who work for Hustler and Penthouse will call me and... Um, um, for advice? Yeah. and um, some advice? You know... I think um, yeah. was it Thomas Jefferson said something about if you want to learn other cultures, you go to their home in the kitchen and put your thumb in a pot and see what they are eating. Oh God! Uh, eating, I know where this is going. Eating the food will say a lot about the culture. Well, so me, what do you like to eat? Yoshi? You, put your you, thumb in. you just put a thumb in the hooker's ass. You learn a lot about their um, <laughs> culture. Their culture for <laughs> sure. Mm. Um, yeah, I never choked. I would think that'd be well. First of all, it's very nerve wracking when you're going in there. It's like, oh, it's, I've got to put money down and do mm-hmm. this right now. It's not. You pay after, though, right? Or do you pay first? Tijuana's before. Mm. Yeah, they're both before. Okay. And really? Then, yeah. And then. um, I kind of tell them, like. Do you tip after? You depends. Can, you can tip. Yeah. Depends. Is it expected to tip? Bobby Lee told me what you do in Adelita is tip ahead of time. If it's $72, put 80, 90, put, put it down right so they see, so they're going to work harder. Because mm-hmm. you're already tipping them. Mm. You had to pay 11 bucks for the hotel room. And um, sixty for the girl, yeah. Eleven for the room, and yeah. One seventy-two total, and one for the cleanup guy. Yeah. There's a cleanup guy. Yeah. His job is to come by hotel rooms after a hooker and a John had been there. They harass you. They harass you if you don't the wor- pay. The worst job in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up jizz all day long. Where do you jizz usually with a hooker? Um, your own mouth. In their it. mouth? No, in your own mouth. In your own mouth? Yeah, you do you swallow your you own mouth? Try to pump? get an arc. Because if you try to get one straight up and it hits you, then it's like you only got one shot at it. But an mm-hmm. arc, you can see where it's going to go. Were you, were you, were you That's ner- pretty talented. Were yeah. you nervous when you did it the first time? I was. Super nervous. Super. It was daytime. It was hot. I didn't understand what she was saying. She said, put the money on the table like 30 times before I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I barely kept a boner. It was not good. Yeah. It was bad. But eventually, you know, you make do. And you got to wear a condom. Right. And they put one on you. For sure. Yeah. You just do it and then you're done. I, I think I noticed that. Once I, once I can get laid, it's like no longer. In Brazil, I was like, why am I doing this? I don't know. Is there something about now. after sex? And when pain? you can get laid, how? What do you mean? Like in, once you can get laid in the real world, it yeah. becomes like, why am I going to this thing? But you don't, you don't, you don't find stuff. it satisfying afterward. You pay. I've you always know. found it satisfying. No, no, no. <laughs> there's something satisfying about giving she, a money to girl after yeah. you're done. Yeah, when she said, "This is what she said at the end." So we we, we went to the door, and she yeah. had to go left, and I had to go right, and she goes, "See you." <laughs> See ya. <laughs> that was very cute. <laughs> and when you did it in Brazil, was it easier? It was easier because I'd done it once, so I knew sort of the deal. Right, but it's a little different, right? Because I find. Different country. It's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've only had two experiences. Oh, okay. Just two. Really know just it. two. I have hundreds of examples to... Uh, oh, no, I do went. you watch the clock while you're fucking? Or how does that work? Like, do they, what Bobby if you run your Bobby time? Lee, Bobby Lee's advice was like, don't worry about lasting long. Just get your get your nut and get out of there. That's what he says. <laughs> just, just get it done. Wait, so you fight Bobby anybody. and he also gave you advice on hookers? Mm-hmm. Before the fight. <laughs> this is pre-fight days. Have you ever gotten one? No, no. What do you th- th- what do you think of hookerisms? What do I think of them? Yeah, hookers. Just the gen- just the idea of it. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's good for some people. Some people need it. 
So yeah. it's fine for whoever needs it. But um, yeah, I don't know. For me personally, I, w- I don't think I'd apply to be to one. No, no, I know. Would you ever get one? Oh, like an ass, like a male escort. I watched no. that show Gigolos on Showtime, and it almost inspired me too. But it was all like sad, sad women. Like women who get like male escorts are like really emotionally sad and depressed and have a lot of money. Yeah, whereas dudes who get escorts are just, just like, like yeah, not. Just tonight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so probably not. Maybe I've thought about it, but nah. I actually wanted a happy ending recently when I got a Korean massage. Really? Yeah, because it was, was just I? so good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. You didn't finish me. Oh, did your you mom ask, didn't. Did you ask what the price is there, or were you nervous to ask? No, I didn't know. No, I didn't ask. I thought maybe they would like hint something if. I think you have to do one of these where you take is it like your a th- fingers and you make the V sign. Oh yeah. And then you bring that to your lips. And go blah 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 Shut blah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's funny because they're dressed in lingerie when they're giving it to you. Really? Yeah, like the sexy Korean lingerie because they scrub you down. It was oh, just really where like is I'm. This? What is that? This is the Grand Spa. They do it for men too. How much it, is that? It was only seventy five dollars for the scrub, and then if you pay another. No, 70, and then another 30, you get the full body massage with aromatherapy with it, which I highly recommend. So oh. they scrub your body and all your dead skin off for like 20, 30 minutes, and then they give you the most amazing massage, like cranial massage and like body massage, like everywhere. They touch everything except your private parts. So I was like, just and then please touch parts. my private part, please. Just, I'll do it myself. Just turn around. I've only got massage. I just want to finish this amazing feeling that's yeah. happening right now, and then it didn't happen. So. Where was I felt discriminated against. Did you, did you want the like the, the quick rub? Back I th- yeah, that would have been the, fine. Inside? No, not inside. No, just, just the, outside's the fine. It would have yeah. sealed the deal. Just yeah. A little like blow would have been nice. Like a that's it. <laughs> I would have been like, ah, yeah. So that's the closest I extra, ever came to coming. To getting one? Yeah. yeah. I've never gotten one. But then David Cho list. said there's a places that they do it for women. Epstein right? says every place is a place that does it. Even yeah. for women? Except except like, uh, except like um, yeah, but they'll just go for it. Except like Burke Williams. Oh, like really? Spas don't, but like every place is a little less than a spa. Huh. I don't know any of those places. You don't go to any of those places? Mm-mm. He doesn't risk it in the U.S. Why? Why, Yoshi? Yeah, oh, hook, hooker wise? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I did it when I was 15 or 16 when I was Long Beach. Yeah. I was walking by this black rascal. He wanted to blow a job for 20. And like, um, I think I was 15 or 16. I ran home, got a get sandwich bag full of change. I had a 1965 and I was struggling last uh, hour or so of trying to find that 35 cent. And I gave it to her <laughs> and barely getting like maybe a minute of blow job, her pen slash boyfriend came up and kicked me down and uh, took the money and like, where's more money? And like, you know, I was 15 or 16. I don't know. It's all of it. Yeah, they just took off. So that was pretty much my oh. experience with Hooker in the States. But she was black. It's not a moral thing. I'm, I'm just afraid of having. Um, Someone steal your money again. Go, no. What do I look like? A Jew? No. Um, <laughs> a bitch. Um, no, it's just, you know, I was illegal alien for a long time. So I'm a bit paranoid about getting, being deported. Yeah, I'm a U.S. citizen now, but that shit doesn't never go away. Do you know that Sting song where he said, Oh, I'm an alien. I'm an illegal alien. <laughs> I think it says I'm an illegal alien, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that's, that's Yoshi's song. I just never do stuff like that in the states, but Europe, then you wherever Brazil, it's legal, Mexico, yeah, he does it. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's so, why I go cockfighting in like Dominica, but I would never do that here. Do you really? Right? Yeah, it's so much fun. Why? You bet on it. They put talons in their hands and their claws and they just slice the shit out of each other. It's part of their culture there. <laughs> I don't, but I did see a dog fight once in New Orleans. 
Aww. Two people just had these dogs. They put it into a pit. Wait, oh, I don't understand. How do you find these things? Michael they just Vick? came up. They were, were just walking by the river during the day. They Aww. had a dog fight. Pretty gross. To the death? I don't think it was to the death. It's tough. It's a big memory now. But Were the Koreans more... around waiting? Mm-mm. Just a bunch of rednecks. Food. Well... I did eat raw horse this weekend. Oh, what? Raw horse meat. Ikea? No, not at Ikea. <laughs> Where'd you eat it? It's a place called Joe Beef in Montreal. It was so good. Oh, what were you doing in Montreal? Oh, the fight. The Never UFC. mind. Yeah. yeah. Do you so work good. for the USU too? Or? No, but Rogan gets a gets a free companion ticket, so I just oh. use that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nice. hey, I'll be a bodyguard this week. <laughs> So he had, do you eat with the raw horse? Fuck or? yeah. I eat anything I haven't eaten before. And what, it, what it, did it taste like, chicken? It's so good. No, it tastes like meat. Yeah, it was really good. And we had, you know that thing, charcuterie? What is it with those little slices of like bologna and salami and stuff? The Italians have it. Prosciutto, yeah. Mm. Like that. But they made that out of donkey meat. What? Yeah, with uh, pistachios sliced and cut up Wait. the side of it. They eat... I didn't know people eat donkeys. Yep. Do they have too many horses either. and donkeys in Canada? They're just they're cheaper for per uh, per ounce or something per pound. Wow. Don- uh, horses are meat wise. Do you think that's strong. the French influence? Because they have no a lot of a lot of uh, countries raise horses as meat. No, no, but I'm talking about donkey. I've never. I've oh yeah, about... I've never heard of donkey either. I've right. never heard of donkey, but if you put it on a menu. Huh. You're getting it. So you, so you were in Montreal for the fight. You must know a lot of uh, fighters, right? Like, what, what's uh-huh. it like to hang out with those guys? Nice guys, right? Pretty cool. Yeah, it's like you have a boner all the time. Is it gay? Are you coming out of the closet? Uh, yeah, I'll be coming out right now. I know she didn't. <laughs> Exclusive. Uh, you heard it first. <laughs> Exclusive. Uh, yeah, no, no, they're cool. They're pretty cool. They're pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most a lot of them see me on stage, so right. you know, then they're, then they're okay. Yeah, I met a bunch they're of those all regular dudes. Yeah, they're very respectful. That's the thing that's uh-huh. surprising. You would think they're bullies, but uh, no, they're very respectful and they're good at what they do. They're yeah. disciplined people. Yeah, I do feel what I do. They have confidence that comes with knowing they can kick ninety percent of the guys in yeah. the world. Yeah, ninety nine point nine. Yeah, for sure. And <sighs> it's like you don't have to feel like you have to prove anything, right? You know. I, I wish I, I, I wish they get paid more money for what they do because oh, I yeah. do I do think what they're doing is incredible work. When you make ten thousand bucks and you have to train for three months to get ten grand, and, that's and you're it. getting your fucking hit face punched yeah. in, you know. But what about don't they get endorsements and stuff? You though? can get endorsements; it's a separate thing. But not all of them get a lot of endorsements. Right, you just get like a little bit, like your podcast too. Mm. Like well, podcast gets endorsements, like some people. Right. Yeah, Rogan's of the world, sure, but yeah. like. This dumb little podcast. Right I mean, Mayhem got an offer from from I think Tap Out before mm-hmm. right before the MTV show started. Yeah, he's already sort of a name in MMA. Their offer was free T-shirts oh. for sponsorship, so it's what? not like everybody. Yeah, oh, that's sad. What yeah. What did you What did you think about women fighting UFC now? Not Not a fan of it. Why Why is that? Too weak a division. Not weak in terms of all of them, but there's not enough good fighters at that level to make I it really competitive. Mm-hmm. So what you have is one or two really good fighters fighting against some chick so it's like like what what are we doing here in, in the ufc and any other conference it's like so too strong in theory fighters. you don't object women fighting other women mm-hmm. it's just the league is weak that's yeah, the they problem need more well it's still starting too, right? yeah it's just starting but yeah. it's like yeah. might get stronger it's Should like get. ronda rousey's not gonna lose anybody for a while maybe maybe cyborg if she gets off 
Steroids. She looked like she could beat up a lot of guys. Yeah, but there's like there's two people. So yeah. it's like, how long are we watching for to see who's rising up the ranks and stuff? It'll get better in five years, you know, as mm. like 15-year-olds start training now. Right. Aren't there know? professional women boxers who can kind of cross oh, over? Ali. Yeah, they probably will have some people do that. Yeah. But they'll have to learn some shit. They stop a shoot. What did you think about that tranny fighting of women? Torn on that. Because at some point, if you're a tranny, like you want to live your life as a woman. Right. So then it's like, are we going to respect that? We decided we are, right? As yeah. a society, we said we're going to respect that. But then it's like, but then people are like, but she can't fight against women. And you're like, well, why? Where does it stop? Like, did you hear about that kid whose parents are letting him, letting him uh, live as a woman? No. He's like five years old and he kept talking about how he wants to get his dick cut off. What? Oh my God. Yeah, and he wants At to five? put it in dresses. Yeah, and it's, pre, it's a pretty clear case of transgendered right. identity. Yeah. And so they're like, why should we wait until this, why should we raise this kid to have these weird ideas of what they should be till they're 20, till they're 18, right. and then let them experiment with putting a dress Wait, on? Wait, hold on. So you're saying if you're a parent of that kid, you will let him... His dick well, no. Off? What they did was they started letting him wear dresses every day. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's but he's fine. not cutting his dick yeah, off but right now. Five. No, but he'll yeah. get that eventually when yeah. he's older. I think. But then, then the school doesn't want to let him use the girls' bathroom because, like, that's not a girl. But it's like, well, it's not a boy either. Mm-hmm. Right. What, you got to do something for him. This got to be a what town is made. this in? Where's I don't know. Somewhere in nowhere. But yeah, these these parents. So if let you have, let's say, you, let's say you have a five year old son, and he he tells your dad, "I'm a girl. I want to wear girls' dress." You, in theory, you don't have a problem with that. Mm-mm. No. You wouldn't try to talk him out of it? Yeah, I probably would. It just doesn't seem normal, but even though it, it is. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, if that's really what you want. I get. I like what those parents did. Yeah. It really felt like this is a, a girl trapped in a boy's body. Yeah. So let's let him live happily. Yeah. Her live happily. Develop as a normal like child. Now she's happy. That's what he said. She, she wear dresses. She smiles more. Yeah. She never mm-hmm. talks about surgeries. I do, I do believe that... Um, They're removing the shame from it, too. Yeah, now yeah. if that kid spends from five years old till 18, uh, lives like that, and then wants to try out for a boy's sport in college, can she not? I don't know. When do you become a girl? <sighs> well, you know, Joe Rogan made a good point. Like Sports more more like sanct- like sanctified than everything yeah. else? Well, it, locker rooms? What was Joe Rogan's point? Joe, Joe was saying once these guys get their dick cut off and become a woman but they're still built like 6'2 yeah. and 6'3 and you know the bone structure and the arm testosterone that's why I said their bones are a lot thicker yeah this is just like, there's no way a, a normal girl could compete against like, I mean yeah technically they're still at a bit of a disadvantage a woman fighting yeah. Like yeah, a for man sure, for yeah, sure. who wants so to be a woman I think some transgender group are kind of upset with Joe but like I, th- I think I agree with Joe 100% it's like, like it's a competitive advantage then where, yeah. then where are we at I think then it would, it would try to be if you really want to be equal about it is finding other transgender yeah, have people a whole yeah. to Tranny league. do your own league yeah. Tranny league, they <laughs> should do that yeah. I'm trying to suggest that, that Dana White that they make a, the ultimate fighter it's mm. so boring now they tried doing England versus America yeah. the world versus America just have a race just have a Mexican team, a black team, a white team, and maybe Asian. In what, mixed martial art? In the ultimate fighter, yeah. And let them fight it out to see who uh, advances to the end. See what's the best race. So we can finally decide once and for all who's the best race. <laughs> It'd be exciting. The fight, the rules would go just as I, is. I, I think the blacks would, would win. You would think so, but they're yeah. not trained. They're not organized. 
No one's trained and organized. No, in these black groups? people. First of all, their, their fathers aren't around, so you can't get them into it at a young age. Uh-huh. So they they don't fight with any sort of. Um, what's that? Wait, wait, wait. What's the famous but one? Is and, it Anderson, Anderson Silva? Silva. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like Brazilian, dominating. Brazilian black. That's different. That's okay. a whole. So this, so this black well, has to be from Africa. Anderson Silva fights as a brown. He fights in the team brown. Because he's from Brazil. Because he's from, but he's genetically Blanco. African. You're right. Let's go. He's not allowed in. It's too much. <laughs> too much. Too much worry. He's not. He's out. He <laughs> he's brown, disqualified. DQ. Yeah. Out. You get Cain Velasquez could fight as a as a brown. Because I just think if you have everyone have the same access of training, <laughs> yeah. nutrition, things like that, I just think I don't think Asian guys could compete because we're. Phys- I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm the exception because I'm six one, but most Asian guys are not that big. Unless you fight like Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your chi. I don't know. Yeah. You guys you got that shit with, going. Yeah. Yeah. You also can do that move where you f- you jump up in the air and then fight a bunch while you're in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's so real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the Hadouken? The Hadouken? I don't know. Like you see each other from across the room and you go, ah, you fly at each other. And then you fly past each other and you have to jump back up. That's the best move because then you don't. There's no floor situations. Yeah. I just can't see it. But that is interesting. I think that would be a great social experiment, Ari. To have a race-based yeah. ultimate fighter? Yeah. yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. We should do it. We should do it. Yeah, that should be a prelude to Get race Joe war, Get Joe Rogan right? to back that up. Yeah. We should do a race war. <laughs> Full-on race war, Hunger Games style. And then all the other races would have to kill themselves that weren't... Yeah, there'd have to be some sort of benefit to like doing enough. that Korean yeah, like Jewish w- thing of sticking together. There has to be some sort of competitive advantage for that. So we have World Basic Classic right now, right? The World Cl- Baseball Classic? Yeah. yeah. So you're saying they should do a mixed martial art version of that, right? Yeah, but not based on country. By race. race. By race. Right. Yeah. That's very Yeah, important. so Anderson would be, would be black. Black. But he's already in the UFC, so it's okay. It's just beginners. Okay. People that aren't in that the might UFC be kind of entertaining. Now that oh, I think it about would it. be a hundred percent entertaining. Yeah, and you could obviously you could go either way. You could just have people live in houses, or you could, um, you know, put pictures and, and and decorations in that house to you know to show the race. <laughs> so the Asian homes will be yeah, like the white homes would just have a lot of bread right in the cabinets, <laughs> just a lot of bread and bologna, <laughs> maybe macaroni and cheese. What does a Jewish fighter's home look like? I'm kidding. A there's, bank. There's no a such bank. thing as a Jewish <laughs> fighter. Exactly. They fight with their suitcase. Jews um, would fight on the team of whites. Yeah. yeah was as a, a manager and agent. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Fighter. In whatever capacity. Um, Can you think about any famous Jewish boxer? I can't even think one. There was one, wasn't there? Was For real? There? But, do, you, I think, but, do you know Jewish fighters? I'm sure yeah, there has been. Yeah. They used the old Jewish, mm-hmm. the old fighters used to be Jewish when the Jews were in poverty. Yeah, like in New York. In, in New York, for basketball sure. Basketball yeah. players, too. They used to have a team called the Syracuse Jews, the basketball team. Is that right? Yeah, that's a real thing. Huh. Like Syracuse in the Jews. NBA? Mm-hmm. How long or did they last? Leagues. For a while, they switched. They became, I don't know if they became the Knicks or whatever, but they became There were else. great many Jewish baseball players, for sure. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Baseball Incredible. Got. Hmm. Not as many as our percentage in America, though. No, We're but not, um, not the movie The Fighter that wasn't based on a Jew box. No, it was no? a Jew screenwriter. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's redundant. <laughs> producer, yeah. you use a screenwriter. Or he was like Irish, Irish or something. I don't know. Writer, he was yeah. some like New York. Some New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm moving to New York. Don't you yeah. have a place there still, Yoshi? I 
the guys moving. He's he moved down to Chinatown. So I don't, uh, of course, I will be staying in Chinatown. I looked for a place in Chinatown. I almost found a place in Chinatown. It's actually a nice spot. Yeah, but somebody said, "Be careful what this is going to smell like in the summer." Oh Jesus! Let me tell you something. When they the hurricane hit them three or four months ago, yeah, you think Chinatown smell re- right now? Wait till refrigeration's gone. Holy shit! I I cry when I was walking through the neighborhood. Oh no, really? It was really bad. And I'm Asian. I, you would think I'm used they to had that smell. Stuff on the street. Like what is what animal is this? Yeah, you Palestinian skin did it all. Maybe oh, wow. <laughs> they have weird fruits and vegetables that you've never heard of. Some Palestinians, yeah, it's a whole Palestinian area. I, I couldn't do it, man. Just I, dank odor. Someone I never got really help build I, up. I never got sub, used to that smell in Chinatown. Yeah. What I mean, is that? You know, Koreans have kimchi. What do Chinese people have? They have everything, and they, even I'm kind of like rotted dead meat. Yeah, stuff. yeah, fish, chicken, all kinds of weird stuff. Okay, yeah. bedazzled your. Uh, it's not bedazzled. Those are little rocker studs. Yeah. So Ari, Ari you know. Um, I don't know how much time we have left, but so you you never had any had any sort of like tragic things in your family. Like, you seem like a pretty normal guy. It the more I get to know you, actually, tragic things in my family. Trauma? Yeah, do you have? Oh. Do you have you had any trauma? Because, All Jews have trauma. Yeah, you know. because most comedians tend to have that problems, right? Like something happened to them when they were a kid. Even Russell Peters, as happy as he was, he he. What happened with Russell? Well, a lot of racism in, in um, Toronto growing up. It's, it's, oh, against it's, Indians? Yeah, for sure. I mean, things are different now, but um, anything like that with you? Um, no, my dad got arrested. For he what? Was, he was gone for white-collar crimes. Make sure to sign that status update you're writing right now on my <laughs> Facebook. Wait, what did, what did he, he do? He's writing, I love when black guys put their penises, which is spelled wrong, in my mouth. Or is it peanut, peanut? <laughs> How do you spell penises? Oh, P-N-I-S-I-S. There's no E there, yeah. Penises. Oh, you I, can autocorrect it. That's what that's for. Oh, yeah. Can you, you need to sign that, Ari Shapir. There you go. Go like my status on Facebook, people. Ari, t- tell me, <laughs> b- b- before we finish, t- yeah. tell me about your dad. What happened? It's just like embezzling crap. But he was gone for a few years. I guess that counts as hard times, but not really. What was he embezzling? Money, well, money, obviously. Yeah. But from where? Well, I think what she meant was where, what, where, yeah. where he was working. Somewhere in North Carolina. It was just like some. When was this? When you were a kid? When I was little, I was second grade. And did they Did they explain it to you where he went? Yeah, he went to some penitentiary in Pennsylvania. Also, oh, they were that honest with you. Yeah, so he moved from North Carolina to Maryland. Well, that's 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 the big difference with Asian people. We, we're driven by shame, society. Oh yeah. So are Asian. Jews, though. Yeah. But well, you're just your family was just different. But Asian, we don't think about our individual needs. We always think about um, it's the unit, the, it's about the, the collective, yeah, the yeah. role that we played and obligation that we have. So, wow, that's interesting. So, how did you take it? Like when, like when they tell you, I don't know why I'm laughing. When they tell you, like your dad's going to be away, you must have a lot of questions, right? Like, yeah. Well, I asked my mom where my dad's been for the last two days, and she said, "Who? No, stop <laughs> it! She didn't want to tell us." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean, who? You know who? The guy, the bigger guy that hangs out here." Wait, so she really said that to you? <laughs> yeah, she didn't want to say anything. But like, 
what did she said eventually she had to take yeah, something. yeah they told it was just like he borrowed money in gold and the price of gold went down so we couldn't Shut pay it up. Back or something like that yeah so when did you find out the real story like how many years later i don't like only a couple of years ago my uncle told me a bunch of it oh is that right yeah but it was just like it was white collar crimes it was some white collar crime shit i see borrowed money didn't want to pay it back and then got put in jail for a few years got it yeah Never did like you, killing anybody or anything. No, no, of course not. I mean, but did did you ever talk to your dad about the whole thing or Maybe a little bit, but not really. Because he didn't want to talk about it? Yeah. He talked about the Holocaust a little, but not not much. <laughs> wait. Wait, wait the what, what, was your dad old enough? What Yeah, he was a kid. Doing it. Where? In Romania, Hungary. Is that right? Well, how old is your dad? Like eighty or something. Seventy five. Was his know. family killed? No, uh, a lot of them stayed alive. My grandmother, my grandfather, alive. my grandfather got got liberated from a concentration. So camp. when they were hiding in the apartment, they were quiet. No, they were at, <laughs> they were already out of apartments. <laughs> but yeah, they were already caught. My dad and his mom was in a work camp. My grandfather was in a concentration camp, was in a death camp. Right. And my 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 grandmother's brother got sh- transferred somewhere else. They lost track for like thirty years of each other, and then found each other way later. Where in, in the states? No, back in Romania, they were taking a trip. Want to hear a good story? My, yeah. My yes. grandmother was taking Please. my aunt, my my dad's oldest sister, right, back to see their house in Romania where they where, where she grew up mm-hmm. until she was like twelve or thirteen before right. the Nazis came in. So you can't get the house back or anything, but right, just, right. You know, they said if you remember this, you know, mm-hmm. let's let's go take a look at it. And they went on this trip, and they lost track of all the other family members. But hold on, killed. so your grandmother thought her brother was dead. You have to assume. You just, but there's no way to know. Like it, honestly, if I take you and transfer you to a different city, to a different city, it's like you would have no way. Why of didn't she touch. check for her brother in Facebook account? They just didn't have. They wasn't. They wouldn't <laughs> have a pro account back then, <laughs> right? It was only well, MySpace account, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Friendster. It was a long time ago. Yes, yeah, so you can find him. So they went to take this trip, and hadn't seen him for you know two decades. This was in mid mid forties, I guess they were liberated. Right. And this was probably in the sixties. When they went and took the trip. So she went there thinking her brother was dead. Yeah, she just wanted to show her oldest daughter the house they grew up in. So she went to Romania. Yeah. And so what happened? Like The brother, yeah. who had been living in America, yeah. didn't know if his sister was alive. Right. Was taking the same trip to go see the old house. Wait, wait, they're both in the States? No, the grandmother was in Israel. Okay. My grandmother's brother was in New York. Right don't know what don't know anything about each other right and they just both took that trip at the to go same look time at the house. yeah and they ran into each other on the wait street. a minute are you kidding are you serious yeah they ran into each other on the street outside and they're like well you're alive and you're here i mean them, they didn't do it just like that exactly they probably would have got more into it why didn't you tell this story beginning of the podcast instead of bothering me what dumb chick <laughs> who's was, the girl i'm saying I life is short i don't short. give a fuck about that no but is this for true is this honest it's for God? true it's for true yeah, I mean, what I don't know. I'm not a. I took statistic. But I just can't. Yeah, I Very mean, just. Low, I guess. Well, there's lots of coincidence in the world. Yeah, just call it one of those. But it so, could have been ten minutes later, if they had left ten minutes and he had gotten there ten minutes afterwards, no connection. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned. Yeah, and they broke down in the street and started hugging each other and crying. Yeah, that that really is a miracle, isn't it? Another miracle would have been. Um, for all of Hitler's 
troops to die suddenly. <laughs> okay. Instead of having you lose track of your brother for 25 years, thinking they were dead, not yeah. knowing anything about your family or your life, and then seeing them again. I, I'm, I'm surprised that... Uh, but, you know, either way, they're both miracles. I just would have chosen the first one. Yeah. If I wasn't in the charge of which miracles. <laughs> Spice ship, like Wonder Woman. Like, you know, Wonder Woman. Did, that did you... See through... Did you so you did played. meet those two right you you yeah then I knew him after that when, when you well, were I was born way later actually yeah 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 that's that's like a movie scene seriously I mean you have to set it up right yeah well just like comedy time means everything right <laughs> yeah. so yeah so when you talk to them did you so do you know what happened to the um, both of their stories like yeah my well my my grandmother was liberated. Right, grandfather met uh, met up in a in a displaced person home. Right, displaced person home. Then they moved to Israel. Okay, forty nine. Okay, because they to were start in, a life. They got be, nothing. Because Israel was what forty eight. Forty eight, but they were turning to take people in different times. Thirty, late thirties, mm-hmm. early forties. Forty nine was a big was a big movement, but because they already had a state. I think point. I think Truman recognized Israel in forty eight or something. Yeah, like that. that's because, when they declared independence. So right. a lot of people went forty nine. So that he was one of them, and they. they Made a life for himself there, right? Then you, you, my great my great uncle just went to America when he got out. He didn't know anything or have anything, and they said, "Yeah, like, you know, better place." Well, what what was his life when he went to the states? I mean, he was a cantor. I don't know if that was he was that right away, but he had a really good voice. He's so he what a, a cantor? What is that? It's like a singer at a synagogue. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he did that eventually. I don't know if he started like that. I don't know much about him, or if he's still alive or not now. Well, why wouldn't you know? You didn't keep track of. Um, I guess he's dead now because I haven't heard anything about him in a while. Right. I don't. My parents tell me about somebody who's born. I don't know how many kids my 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 sisters have. It's always like two or three. You know, it's it's interesting because I, I I think um, there's a lot of shame with that subject matter because I think a lot of uh, Israelis who were um, didn't experience Holocaust, they were they were trying to figure out like how could you let them just why didn't you fight? Over you? Yeah. yeah, why didn't you fight? And then, of course, vic- people who are victims are like, you You weren't fucking there. You don't know yeah, why. You you know? That's so, what everyone said after 9-11. If I was on that plane, I would have done something about it. Yeah, but you don't know. when they. It's like real, so all 200 of those people that were on the planes, each of the planes, were all weaker than you were? Yeah. Like, that's taking a huge leap. Right. To assume that. I would have just sat there, too. Once you knew they were going to take it down, then it's like, maybe we'll try something now. Right. But if you didn't know, I would have been like, Yeah, I don't know why we're whispering, but because they're, they're gonna hear <laughs> yes. us on the plane on the nine eleven plane, huh? Yeah, are you getting any feedback from your posts? Yeah, I'm gonna they... delete it right now. Okay, what are the feed... what's the feedback first? Spear choker. Spear choker. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kind of why I don't know why it's not working. Spear choker? Question mark. Does mean you like it? Choke by black guys. So, so yeah, there's a the Holocaust. We worked that in. Yes. And now you're getting revenge for it with your uh, with my album Revenge album. for the Holocaust, yeah. which you can buy with my special Passive Aggressive Five dollars right now, worth every dollar. Get a two for one with free shipping. I, I I'm sorry, Ari. I, I that's just um, what a just a crazy story, you know. Oh it, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Do you have another like one like that? No. I yeah, I guess so. I guess that's that's already a crazy story. That yeah, that could be like you. 
Actually, if you ever write a book about yourself, that should be your first chapter. Seriously, I mean, that's how is that? About, that's not about me. No, but it's about your family, right? This is oh, an yeah. incredible story. I mean, I mean, I think you should write a book. I know, I, I know you have a book in you. Really? Yeah, I do. A coloring book? <laughs> no. <laughs> what has a comic come out with a coloring book ever? I want to come out with a coloring book. You know, that's here's a a, you do a coloring book about Holocaust. Oh yeah, Holocaust coloring book. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> So what's what's that the scratch and sniff whatever? Uh-huh. And you're like, "Oh, it's horrible." Like, yeah. yeah, those are bodies burning. That's the smell that no one reported in the nearby towns. Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So you could you, you could get away with it. Amazing racist. Yeah, maybe it's scratch Holocaust, and sniff, Holocaust yeah. A mass grave, a, an oven, poverty. <laughs> what's cooking good looking? Yeah, that's what it would say. What's cooking good looking and it would just be bones. I, I think you should write a book and because I, I've heard enough of your stories and they're really interesting. And uh, that that you should do more research about your family background. I find it interesting. Yeah, my dad just started talking about it. He wasn't really talking about it for a long time. Do you think it's because he's getting older and he started thinking like when he dies, everything's die with him? One, no, once he came out of the closet, it was like everything kind of opened up for him <laughs> after up. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. No, I don't know why. Even when, like, when Schindler's List came out, he was like, I don't have to see that. I'll remember my own way. Yeah. But then he went to the Holocaust Memorial in D.C. And I guess he really liked it. Now he volunteers there. This is terrible because I went to Berlin and uh, there's a Holocaust Museum. And there's one big open area. There's hundreds and thousands of these metal plates that has the faces on it. Oh, cool. And uh, the whole time I was there, you know, I think most respectful people going to that room. This is a massive auditorium almost. And like this face is right. And everybody's showing respect. But the whole time I was thinking, like, man, I want to steal one of these things. I don't know why. I, I, the whole time I was thinking, but if I get, I'd probably get caught. And like, can you imagine? Yeah, the bad news. news was like, you know, I'm trying to steal. <laughs> Holocaust remnants. Yeah. You How know. are you going to justify that to anybody? It's really hard. Historical. Yeah. Hey, Yoshi, I don't think we can have you booked on that show anymore. Yeah, Is exactly. Because, no, no, just different opinions. Well, the Brits took the heads of the gods uh, from Greece from all the statues. So you can probably take. Yeah, one of those. I don't know what I was put thinking. It in a, put it in your own museum, the Yoshi Museum of Holocaust Artifacts. Oh, great! Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi Museum of going too far. And then I stole this approved from Auschwitz. by Ari Shafir, a Jew whose parents survived the Holocaust. You, sh- you, sh- my you, sh- you should my definitely, uh, you You're should off. definitely talk to your dad about it and write it because, you know, I'm thinking Korean. I, I remember every time when I visit Korea as a kid, and it was it was so uncomfortable because you always hear a couple times a year, the. Family members separated between North and South, and they didn't even know they were alive. And they're somehow able to make deal with North Korean government, and they're allowed to go to South Korea for like a week at a time. To see the know? family, yeah. And like this, they're just you know, like like you were saying when the brother and sister saw each other in the street, it just distraught, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah. all I ever saw. That's all I ever saw in. Um, I once saw John Little at an audition, this comedian, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of um, you know commercial auditions. They'll have like different commercials auditioning at the same time so yeah. sometimes there'd be a bunch of hot chicks in the room yeah so this time there was a bunch of mentally retarded kids for what they were some audition some i don't know they were looking for united, united way yeah. yeah i was an audition without audition some you know they were right, right. in the room next door and so i just saw all these little retard kids mm-hmm. and um i went to sign up i saw john little from across the hall and we looked at each other and then for like two seconds and we, went, we both weren't like <laughs> Like trying not to laugh. laugh, but then this kid goes to me. and He goes, "Are you auditioning for the same thing I am?" <laughs> I was like, "No, kid." Oh my god, my agent would be fired if I was auditioning for 
<laughs> retard rolls. It was so hard not to laugh with all those kids around. It was so hard. But we didn't do it. We failed a lot. Did you get so you didn't get a part? I, I actually did get the part. Which one was that? It was this um it was this um <laughs> just a web only uh commercial for some sort of systems analysis. Mm-hmm. I had to play a stork. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it was probably the best audition I've ever had. I got like an ovation at the end of the callback. First audition, super stoned. Yeah. Super fucking high off an edible that I took the night before. Mm-hmm. Could barely concentrate. The guy was explaining to me what I had to do for the audition. Yeah. And you know how they go like, okay, sometimes they want you to walk in here and someone else is going to come in from the other side. Right. They're going to be imaginary. Right. They're going to say hi to you. You're going to wave back. Whatever they say. I started tuning out. I started looking at the piping in the room. Yeah. And going like, wow, this is a cool room set up. All this piping. I wonder if that's weird for acoustics. And I was looking at it and then I heard the guy go, okay, so you got that? I was like, huh? Oh, yeah, I got it. And then I just winged it, I guess. You're nailed, a good actor, man. It. I've seen you do stuff. It's really, really good. Um, Should I sing the whole, just to show you how good an actor I am? Should I sing the whole um, theme to uh, Le Miserable? I can do that right now. Go ahead. Okay, it's going to take about an hour and ten minutes. But Shut on. up. <coughs> I don't know any of the songs, actually. I just realized. I don't know one of them. How dare you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't sing karaoke. My voice is really bad. But talk to your dad about it. You should write it down. Seriously. Okay. He also told me this story when he was in the in the Israeli army. He was in the paratroopers and special forces. They had to sometimes parachute parachute behind enemy lines, right? And then make it. They had to cut off an enemy at a, at a certain point. They right. Get there. And somebody else is coming up from another place, and they right. had to like combine right there at the right. same time. So they're hiking, you know, behind enemy lines. If they come across an enemy, the enemy surrenders. Um, well, now they're just going to slow you down. You got to be there, right? So they're like, "Look, we can't say this, but you can't take prisoners, right?" And so they had to like figure out what they want. They couldn't let them go because right. they would just tell everybody, "Hey, there's a bunch of Israelis here." Yeah. So they had to do something with them. So they just so he said his friend. Would do this thing where you put um, six bullets or five bullets in a six bullet chamber, right? And line them up five at a time or six right. at a time, and right? Then just kill one by one each of them until he got to the sixth one and just pulled like a blank trigger, see if the guy could piss himself. The last guy. And wait, then, wait. And then they shoot him too. Wait, wait, wait. Hold oh, on. So game. like all five, all six of you, right, one, two, three, four, six of you. Are wait, here. wait. Did you did you say this is an army practice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, that so he put five he put five gu- bullets in a gun and go click dead click dead click dead click and then we get to you and click and you just, oh, oh I see what you're saying oh, yeah and then they'd put a bullet in anyway yeah they'd have on. to yeah but it was just a way to entertain himself before he had to kill these innocent people <laughs> that's yeah, pretty good wartime man yeah wow I thought that was really bad. uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Did you ever talk about the the, the Holocaust story with any other podcast? Or did you ever talk about it? Yeah, I interviewed my dad once. I see. For your your podcast? Yeah, I got to put that up again. Whenever whenever Holocaust Memorial Day is, I'll put that up. Um, When is that? Do you know offhand? When Holocaust Memorial Day is, Yoshi Obiashi. It's in April because you guys put it right before the Armenian Genocide Memorial, which is April 24th. Oh, you mean the also ran memorial? The one that was right before yours? The other stuff that some some other stuff happened? Jesus. The one yours was based on, yeah. Based on, or ours is based on. Well, whatever. Wait, yeah, no. Hitler got his ideas from from ours. Yeah, you already had it, right? 
All right. Um, that Armenian, here's the only problem with the Armenian genocide. One, it wasn't the same amount of people. but There was a lot more. One and a half million is actually underrated. It was actually half. around six million, if not more. And it was Armenians killed from the 1800s, not just 1915. But that's what the historians fucking say, who don't even acknowledge that the genocide even happened. Okay, but also... And, we were, and, 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 and all our intellectuals and, were killed. And, 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 all our children, women... Oh, all the murdered. good Armenians? The ones that were actually good were yeah. killed and left with the, the all crap Armenians, that's available every, now? Every single Armenian. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's well. really terrible. Yeah, you, you got the, the remnants the there ones. in Westwood yeah, that are pissing you off in their fancy cars. And I can't remember the, the guy, but smelling up a storm. Yeah. yeah. But it was a Jewish philosoph- philosopher who... Coined the word genocide mm-hmm. about Armenian genocide. Yeah, and it, it, was, it wasn't because of the Holocaust of Jews. I mean, you know, it was ironically. No, he, there's he, two different he, things. He he lived through the Armenian genocide. No, no, I mean, yes, he, he didn't see it. He, he didn't see it, but he coined he that word happening. because of the Armenian genocide. But yeah. it was ironic. Years later, he lived through World War Two with actually these things oh, that wow. happened to Jews. Like, do you still hate Turk Turkish people? Oh, of course. Oh, the government. Yeah. Your parents. Your and parents American. hate Turks. They see it. If you would date my a grandparents Turk, are actually survivors of, of the genocide. So really, yeah. If you were date a Turk, would that be like the worst thing you could do? Mm, maybe I guess. Yeah. Turk or black, which one would be worse? Turk. <laughs> Turk would be worse. Wow. Mm-hmm. Black would be close. No, black would be fine. What? Black black would have be fine. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. What? 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 My parent, my sister and brother, my sisters and brother were trying to fuck with them. Yeah. Trying to say what what they would do if I brought home a non-Jewish girl because I was the first one to date. Only one, I guess, to mm-hmm. date non-Jews. And my dad, um, my aunt had just, her son-in-law had just had this thing where he married a non-Jew and the father wouldn't go to his wedding. So it was like a big deal right then. Right. In the family. And so he was like trying to give the politically correct answer. He was like, you know, well, he's still my son. Obviously, I wouldn't want him to do that, but you know, I wouldn't stop loving him, and I, right. I would hope to be part of the family and you know, know the kids and stuff. Um, and they said, "Well, what happens if already bring home like a black girl?" And my dad goes, "Now you're being stupid." All right, with that, we <laughs> want to thank Ari doing the show. Thanks. <laughs> Good luck in New York. Thanks. I'm a big fan. I want everyone to uh, check out his podcast. Uh, yeah, and um, and my special is available for five dollars. Yes, online you get five downloads and five streams. I don't understand why any of you guys don't charge four dollars and twenty cents. Minus I don't know. four ninety nine. To, okay, to, to undercut that 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 pussy Louis C.K. and Aziz who gouged their fucking fans at the five dollar mark. I let them off at four ninety nine. He's a penny pinching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ari. Thanks, man. Oh, good luck in New York. Thanks. Thanks.